Welcome to Stiefel's Sightlines Podcast, focusing each week on a topic or two important to investors. Well, greetings and welcome to the Sightlines Podcast. This is Michael O'Keefe, Stiefel's Chief Investment Officer. You know, we've t- been talking a lot about inflation, Fed policy, bank troubles, the economy, and um, and that's all really important. And I know in future episodes, we're going to keep going on those topics. But I wanted to take kind of a pause um, this in this episode and, and sort of acknowledge that we have a number of clients asking about essentially the federal budget, federal debt deficit, the debt ceiling, and actually a few questions about a new payment system the Fed is launching called FedNow. So I wanted to get into these topics and kind of keep it at a high level. You know, obviously what happens when it comes to developing a budget and how to fund it, there's obviously a huge debate that goes on on what we should spend money on, how high taxes should be, all of that. And I'm going to essentially not get into that. I want to get into sort of a higher level look at uh, sort of how we run the budget at at the U.S. government across different administrations, Uh, meaning uh, there's a pattern that we're uh, sort of both parties sort of apply the same approach and 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 really get into sort of the magnitude of the situation and what that uh, infers in terms of the future. So uh, let's just start with the idea of the federal budget. Basically, it's been um, sort of modern practice to run the budget at a deficit. So for example, the Biden administration's proposed 2024 budget hasn't been passed yet, but if it were passed in its current form, there would be a $1.8 trillion deficit, uh, which you know must be funded by a debt, which we'll get to in a second. When we look back at history, and we go back to actually to 1998 through 2001, the government actually run, ran at a, at a slight uh, surplus over those few years. But then, you know, basically starting in 2002, um, the, the, um, the, we've sort of flipped to a, a, a deficit sort of position. And to give you some of the numbers, from 2002 to 2009, the budget deficit averaged $0.4 trillion a year. Again, that's an average. For the next 10 years, ending 2019, they averaged $0.8 trillion. And then, as we know, with 2020 and 2021 and the, the sort of the decisions to help with the recovery from the pandemic shutdowns, it, it really expanded to $3.1 trillion in 2020, $2.8 trillion in 2021. And then uh, basically it fell back to $1.4 trillion both last year, and that's what the estimate is for this year. So you know, essentially that's obviously a lot of money, and, and again, that is funded ultimately by uh, uh, borrowing, by issuing debt, and so it's important to take a look at that. The national debt currently is at $31.5 trillion. That's up $11 trillion over the last 10 years. And one of the stress points, of course, is the debt ceiling. Right now there's a, a sort of legislation that uh, puts a ceiling on the debt, and Congress basically now has this modern practice of essentially uh, increasing that, that debt cap uh, in legislation, but that becomes sort of a, a mechanism to debate, you know, budgets and other things. And so there, there's that sort of process is happening right now. But ultimately, you know, it's it's expected that they'll increase the debt ceiling and continue to grow grow the debt. Now, there have been lots and lots of views on on okay, how do we sort of size the debt 
given that we have a growing economy. And so one of the practices, and we'll get into two topics. One is the level of debt relative to the economy. The second is basically the cost of debt, which is super important, meaning the interest payments that we have to pay. Uh, on the size of the debt, you know, it's been common practice to say, hey, let's look at the debt as a function of our, of our economy, gross domestic product. And, um, and, you know, honestly, those numbers, um, you know, can stay kind of contained. So it's almost like the more you grow your economy, the more capacity you have, you have to borrow money. It all makes sense, right? But when we got to sort of the pandemic expansion and, uh, and then, uh, you know, sort of what's followed on from that, basically we got to a level that uh, we haven't seen for a while. So to give you some numbers, in 2022, the debt-to-GDP ratio sat at 121%, and it had peaked in 2020 uh, at 128 percent, kind of a combination of um, of still higher debt, right at that point, but also a slightly weaker economy. And then, even to give you a, a context for what those numbers mean, when we look back through history, the only time, the only period where we hit that prior was in the in the wake, sort of towards the end of World War II. So, 1945, it was 119 percent. So we we you know, kind of hit new records, but we really are at a level we haven't seen since World War II. And so, you know, that's kind of, uh, uh, kind of, uh, important. Now, um, the, I, I would say that, uh, the other thing I wanted to get into is, um, essentially the idea of cost of debt. Um, and that is, Hey, you know, when we issue the uh, the bonds, and we've got to pay interest payments before you know we ultimately pay back uh, at maturity. And it, sort of in, in a subtle way, the quote unquote good news was in the wake of the Great Recession, interest rates came down a lot, right? So, the, so think of it as that cost of debt, therefore, being much lower, and that gave us sort of comfort to uh, issue more debt without thinking about it from the perspective of the magnitude of the debt, but more the interest payments that were being. Uh, offered or you know paid to service the debt in any event as we know we've had a rate height cycle uh, from the fed the market rates have followed suit and bond rates have and bond yields have gone up so what that means is as we issue and reissue new debt essentially the cost of that debt's going up so to to offer some numbers from that in 2022 uh, the cost of our debt as a function of our total uh, budget revenues was just under 10%, 9.7%. It's gone up to over 13%. 13.3% is estimated for 2023. Uh, and uh, the Congressional Budget Office uh, forecasts that that uh, ratio will uh, double from 10% to 21, or excuse me, 20.1% in 2033, so 10 years out. Long story short, and that, and that, that makes, I'm sure, certain assumptions. If rates go higher, for example, It'll be more. If debt goes up more than expected, it'll be more. So those are sort of rough numbers to give you a sense that it's almost like uh, we're get, we're going to end, end up having to spend more of our tax dollars, basically, on the servicing of the debt. Now, as mentioned at the beginning, I really um, stay didn't want to get into, you know, the shape of the budget, what we're going to spend money on. That's something that our... our representatives debate and you know I, I like to be optimistic and say people are just doing their best to to strike those balances but it, at a high high level when we just look at it uh, almost uh, sort of top down the, the 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 growth of this the debt 
uh, in some ways is unsustainable. I mean, it's got to, it's got to calm down at some point. Um, and, and so, you know, the way to think about that is super high levels. We want to rein in our deficit spending and, and, and ultimately our debt. Um, and the, the way to ultimately get there is number one, you can expand your economy. If you grow and grow, then that sort of capacity to handle the debt is better. Um, but then obviously it, it, it does speak to the idea of budget discipline. Can we kind of uh, reduce our deficits or eliminate our deficits? And, and then even the possibility of austerity or the idea of essentially spending a lot less than you take in in order to essentially retire the debt, some of the debt uh, through time. And, you know, those are obviously uh, politically less popular things to talk about. And, and so it's probably it will be a while before it gets front and center. But in our view, that that ultimately has to happen. Now, I did want to mention one other thing really quickly, um, which is we've gotten a lot of questions about this new service that the Fed is going to um, launch middle or so of 2023, and it's called FedNow. And the basic idea with FedNow is a, a payment system uh, uh, sort of between uh, banks and also credit unions to transfer funds it operates like current services called Fedwire and FedACH, and it's supposed to be, you know, just a, a better service, probably a lower cost service. And um, essentially, uh, it, it's it's almost like a new system for the purposes of moving money. Um, it's and and yet the Fed has, there's been worry number one that it's going to eliminate other forms of payment, including cash and. The Fed has been very assertive to come out and say that is not the case. It's just another sort of transfer uh, service that they're going to make available. And then another one is people being worried about uh, essentially the Fed creating a central bank digital currency or a CBDC. And the Fed has also been very uh, proactive to say that that Fed now isn't intended for that, number one. Number two they aren't really uh, authorized to create a digital currency that would um uh that would require congressional action and a law to um sort of request that it be done so it's not like that that possibility uh doesn't exist that obviously could be something that the government would focus on um but uh you know you, some people i think might be thinking that fed now is sort of this quick uh tool to to essentially have and implement a a digital currency, but that's not, uh, you know, at this point what they're, what they're talking about. Well, listen, that's what I wanted to cover sort of heavy topics, uh, in this episode, but uh, you know, we think important to keep in mind and, and, you know, I've always said with regard to the deficit and the debt, it always feels like it's a number of years out before we're really going to rein it in. But obviously the challenges that we're facing, increased cost of debt, uh, debate on debt ceiling, et cetera, you know, that inevitably, that the, these issues are going to have to uh, come into focus uh, and uh, and it will really uh, be a sort of a government leadership and, and honestly, I think private sector leadership that will, um, and sort of the will of the people that will get us to a point of uh, wanting to strengthen our uh, circumstance financially. Thanks so much for listening to this episode and we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks again for listening to Stiefel's Sightlines. Be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening to automatically receive each week's podcast in your feed.